Hello and welcome back to the next episode of the Locked On Seminoles podcast. I'm Wayne McGahee, your host, also Florida State beat writer for the Tallahassee Democrat. And Florida State takes on Clemson tomorrow. The Seminoles are 17-point underdogs. It's going to take a lot for Florida State to be able to pull off the upset, and we'll get into that in just a second. Um, before that, for those of you who don't know that I am, uh, who I am, I'm the Florida State beat writer for the Tallahassee Democrat. I've covered Florida State for each of the last four years. I started off as an intern on the NullDigest.com site on the Scout Network, worked my way up to the publisher of that site, and then got the job as the Florida State beat writer for the Tallahassee Democrat in August of 2016. I cover football, baseball, basketball, and recruiting. Football, I cover every time Willie Haggard speaks, every home game, every away game, every bowl game, every open practice. If there's something going on with the Florida State football program, I'm there. It, basketball, I cover every basketball home game. Uh, sometimes, you know, a lot of uh, basketball practices. When Florida State's playing uh, playing in postseason, I was out in Nashville and Los Angeles for Florida State's Elite Eight run this past year. And then baseball, I cover every baseball home game. I'll be at Florida State's baseball you know, exhibitions tonight against Alabama. And, and recruiting, I cover every major and minor recruiting event that Florida State has. So I, I feel like that translates well into this podcast, and I hope you guys enjoy it. We're going to jump right into it. I'm going to talk about what Florida State needs to do to pull off the upset. In the second segment, we're going to talk about the players that I think will step up against Clemson, the players I think have to step up against Clemson. And then in the final segment, I'll give my prediction for the game and why I believe that's the case. But like I said, Florida State is a 17-point dog in this game. It's the largest home dog uh, that Florida State's been going, I, I I researched it. I can't find another instance where Florida State's been more than a 16-point underdog. It's uh, it's only happened uh, the last like this. Florida State was a 16-point dog against Florida in 2008, and that game did not end well for the Seminoles. So it's um it's going to be a, a pretty tall task. Something that Florida State hasn't had to deal with a lot over the past 30 years. And it's it's going to take a lot. Um, if Florida State's going to win this game, they have to find a way to run the football. And that's going to be extremely tough against a Clemson defense that's giving up 2.58 yards per, per rush. Uh, that's slightly better than what Florida State gives up. Both are top 10 in the country in yards per play, uh, yards per rush allowed. Clemson's defense also is excellent against the pass. I mean, they're, they're one of the top defenses in the country. And... It, if Florida State can't run the football, it's 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 going to be it's going to be tough for Florida State to move the football at all. And basically, you look at what Jimbo Fisher was able to do the past three times Florida State played Clemson. They were in the game in the fourth quarter. How did he do that? He took Florida State was able to run the football some. They were able to grind out grind out uh, some of the clock. Basically, Florida State has to take the mentality of being the underdog in this game. They have to change up what they do. Uh, Florida State likes to run a lot of tempo, get up to the line of scrimmage, and uh, and try and try and move that way. If they try that against Clemson, it's going to result in a lot of three and outs, which means that the defense is going to be on the field a lot. Think of uh, the Syracuse game where Florida State was on the field for 38 minutes. If Florida State's on the field for 38 minutes against Clemson, it's going to be a blowout. No doubts. Like it, it will be a blowout. Because the defense is only going to be able to limit Clemson's offense so much. And if Florida State can find a way to shorten the game, and that, that comes with running the football, and then maybe hitting some big pass plays, that's the one area where 
maybe Florida State can find some success. They've been successful throwing the football down the field, and they're going to need that to happen against Clemson. So the recipe for Florida State winning this game is they have to be able to run the football, they have to eat clock, and they have to slow the game down, and then they have to get some big plays in the passing game and maybe on special teams. Uh, DJ Matthews is the best punt returner in the country. I'll argue that with anyone. He's uh, he's he's going to have to play a huge factor for Florida State. Um, Florida State's going to have to win the turnover battle. They're going to have to win field position. It's There's a lot, a lot that has to go right for the Seminoles. I mean, if Clemson and Florida State both play as well as they can. Clemson wins this game by two touchdowns. Clemson, ha- Florida State has to do something to make Clemson make mistakes. They have to throw some picks or jump on a fumble in, in the red zone. Do- they got to find ways to win. This isn't a game where Florida State can out-talent Clemson. That's just not going to happen. Clemson's more talented pretty much across the board than Florida State is right now. And, you know, that's... They've developed... Clemson's developed players well... They've recruited well at the three main positions that you need to be successful, quarterback, offensive line, and defensive line. And, I mean, Clemson's defensive line is the best in the country. There's no doubt about that. Clemson's offensive line is one of the top ten offensive lines in the country. And Trevor Lawrence is a generational-type talent at quarterback. He has been, I mean, he was the number one overall recruit last uh, last year. He is a true freshman, so Florida State's going to be able to have that advantage. Um, as long as the fans fans show up uh, to a noon game, you know, it's, it's going to be the first hostile environment that he's played against. So Florida State's going uh, to need the fans there, hoping that they can rattle the young, true freshman quarterback for Clemson. But Clemson has has plenty of weapons on the offensive side of the ball. So it's, it's going to be it's going to be really tough. Um, you know, Cam Akers had a had basically a breakthrough game, not a breakout game, uh, but a breakthrough game. He finished with 98 yards. He ended up with 126 total yards from scrimmage and two touchdowns against Wake Forest. This is going to be a much tougher task. The Florida State offensive line has gotten better. There's going to be continuity. So if he can, if he can find a way to just get like three, four yards a carry and just move and put Florida State to where they're not in third and long against this Clemson defense when the defensive line is just going to be able to pin their ears back and get after DeAndre Francois, then Florida State has a chance. If they can't do that, then this game's going to get ugly, and it's going to get ugly fast. Um, basically, it, it's, it's going to come down to Florida State being able to shorten the game run the football and make some big plays and also force Clemson into mistakes. It's it's a lot that needs to happen. It certainly can happen. We've seen a lot of crazy things in football this year. I mean, just look at Ohio State against Purdue last weekend when Purdue absolutely just walloped them um, in prime time. Now, I do think Clemson's a much better opponent, uh, a much better team than Ohio State is. I think Clemson's the second best team in the country behind Alabama after watching them. I mean, they absolutely ripped apart NC State. And NC State, no no team has really challenged Clemson's secondary down the field. I do think that the secondary is the weakest position on the team, uh, position group on the team on offense or defense for Clemson. And no te- nobody's been been able to challenge them down the field really. I mean, Kellen Mond of Texas A&M threw for 430 yards against him and Texas A&M was almost able to pull the upset in that game. If if Florida State can challenge Clemson down the field, hit some big plays and then eat a lot of clock, this game could be close in the fourth quarter and Florida State will have a chance to win. If, you know, if one thing 
doesn't go right for Florida State, it's 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 going to go badly. So there's not a lot of uh, not a lot of hope for Florida State, but there is there is a glimmer. And if if everything goes right for Florida State and they can force Clemson into making some mistakes, which they haven't really done all year, then you know, Florida State will have a chance to win this game. Coming up in the next segment, I'm going to talk about the the players that I think will uh, will have success against Clemson. Some players that I think have to have success against Clemson for Florida State to have a chance. And in the final segment, I'll give my prediction for how I see the game going. But before we get into that, we all love a night out, whether it's seeing our favorite band in person or being there in the crowd to cheer on our favorite team. With Vivid Seats, you can attend the concert, show, or sporting event of your choice at a great price. Vivid Seats is the top source for tickets for all the live events you want to go to, and you can sort by price or look for seats in the section and row of your choice. To make things even better, Vivid Seats is giving listeners an exclusive promo code for new customers to receive $20 off orders of $200 or more to save even more money. Go to the App Store or Google Play and download the Vivid Seats app. Use promo code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. That's locked on, all capitalized, for $20 off orders of $200 or more as a new customer of Vivid Seats. Every purchase is backed by a 100% buyer guarantee, so make a memory that lasts a lifetime and let Vivid Seats help you get to your favorite live event. Thanks for sticking with me as we head into this next segment. I'm going to be talking about the three players that I think ha- uh, will have success against Clemson and the three players that I think have to have success against Clemson. Um, the first player that I think will find some success against Clemson is wide receiver Tamora and Terry. Uh, Terry, 6'4", he's freakishly athletic, he's fast, he's got great hands, and he gives it all on every single play. He's he's an excellent blocker, an excellent wide receiver, and he's Florida State's big play guy. He only has 14 receptions on the year, but he's averaging 22 yards a catch, and he has five touchdowns, which leads the team. Florida State's going to need a big play out of him, and I think he's going to deliver. I think he's he's a guy that Florida State can rely on to go up and get, a fo- get the football, make a play when they need it the most, and I think he's going to be the guy that that uh, DeAndre Francois leans on a little bit to go out and make those plays down the field. Um, The next guy that I think will have success for Florida State is Brian Burns. It's going to be really fun to watch him go up against Mitch Hyatt, who's going to make his 50th career start for Clemson this weekend, which is an absolutely insane number. But Brian Burns has been arguably the best pass rusher in college football this year. He's second in the country and not with nine sacks. He's I mean, he he's really taken his game to the next level, and I think he's going to find success um, against this Clemson uh, offensive line, even though the, the offensive line is so good and Mitch Hyatt is so good. So I do think Burns is going to find some success. I wouldn't be surprised if he ended up with a sack or two, jumping, uh, you know, bumping up his numbers to double digits, and I think he's going to put a lot of pressure on the true freshman quarterback, Trevor Lawrence. The final guy that I think is gonna gonna find some success is DJ Matthews. Matthews has been sick this week, so hopefully he'll be able to play at his full potential. But if he if he is um, if he is able, I do think that that Matthews is going to be able to find some success. Clemson's punt return unit is all right; they're not you know they're not great, but their punter is. Uh, the definition of inconsistency. He averages under 40 yards a punt this year, and if Matthews can get one where it's it's short and you know, and he can get a running start at it, he could 
you know, he, he's a guy that can take it to the house anytime he touches the ball. So I, I don't know that he's going to take one to the house like he did against Miami, but I do think he's going to play a huge part in getting Florida State some good field position multiple times. Going to the guys that I think have to play well for Florida State, number one is Cam Akers. I talked about how, how important this running game is going to be for Florida State to uh, for Florida State to have any sort of shot, and that's going to start with Akers. Akers against Wake Forest and against Miami did a much better job of getting upfield rather than trying to bounce things outside against its Clemson defense. If you try to bounce things outside, you're going to get run down. They have too many athletes and their defensive line is too good against a not very good Florida State offensive line. Akers needs to be able to take what he what he gives him and hope and maybe he can break he can break off a big one like he did against Wake Forest. That I mean, that would obviously help Florida State, but it's going to be more about getting the three and four yard gains rather than taking the two yard losses, which he did earlier in the season. It was one of the biggest issues for Florida State's offense in the running game is that he was trying to bounce things outside and was trying to make a big play out of nothing and ended up costing Florida State yards and putting him in second and long and third and longs. You know, he did a much better job against Miami and a much better job against Wake Forest of getting upfield, taking what the defense was giving him and being patient and waiting for that big play to come to him, and it did. So I think that um, Akers absolutely has to be has to step up and continue to get better in that aspect of the game. Obviously, DeAndre Francois needs to be uh, needs to play well for Florida State to have a shot. You know, Florida State's passing game has really been the only thing that's been that's gotten going on the offensive side of the ball. Francois is, you know, completing 63% of his passes. He has 13 touchdowns, six interceptions. Three of those came in the first game of the season against Virginia Tech. So Francois has to has to manage this offense well. We know how, how talented of a passer he is. He has great arm strength. He throws a deep ball extremely well. He's really improved on his short passes. But he's still not running the offense the way that it needs to be run. And we're going to have to see if he can do that against Clemson. Because if he can't, and Florida State, you know, he makes the wrong decisions on 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 a couple reads, it's going to put Florida State in you know second and long, third and long situations like it has been. And a third and long situation against Clemson is basically a death sentence with this defensive line, um, especially going up against Florida State's offensive line. It's going to be very difficult for the Florida State offensive line to uh, to block those guys, especially if they're able to pin their ears back on third and long. And that's uh, you know it's. It, it's it's going to be an issue. Francois is going to have to step up into the pocket, although you know Clemson's defensive tackles are just as good as their defensive ends. So there might not be a lot of room. He's going to have to make quick decisions. He's going to make, have to make the correct decisions. And if he's able to do that, then Florida State will have a chance. If he doesn't, then Florida State's going to be in uh, in pretty big trouble. The next uh, the next player I think has to have success for Florida State to to even have a shot is going to be Levante Taylor. Taylor was not very good against Wake Forest. He's been, I mean, not very good for most of the season so far. He, you know, he had a couple game stretch where he played well, but he's certainly not playing at the level he was in 2017. And against Clemson's wide receivers, you know, T. Higgins, Justin Ross, Hunter Renfro, Darion Kendrick, Damari Rogers. I mean, there's so many talented guys in that group that, Taylor is going to have to play well. He's going to be matched up on Higgins a lot. He he might be matched up on Justin Ross. Those are guys who are 6'5 and 6'4. And, you know, 
Taylor's 5'10". He's going to have to play with great technique, and he's going to have to go out there and make big plays. He was a five-star recruit for a reason. He played well last season. He needs to find that in this game for Florida State to uh, to have a chance because if Clemson can get that passing game going, it's going to put a lot of pressure on the Florida State defense and the Florida State offense to uh, to keep up, and I'm not sure that they can. That'll do it for, for this segment. Um, next segment, we'll jump in and we'll talk about my prediction for the game, why I think it goes the, ways, the way that it goes, and... Um, and just what uh, what I think is how, how I think the game is going to play out. But before we get into that, are you sick of paying for 20 channels you never watch when you just want to see your team win? Sling TV is the best way to watch college football. $30 a month gets you ESPN, Pac-12 Network, SEC Network. It'll probably include the ACC Network when it comes out next year, and many, many more channels. And there's But there's no useless channels. There's no long-term contracts, no hidden fees, and you can cancel anytime. Sling TV gives you the live TV you love only better because you can stream on your big screen and all your favorite devices. So sign up for Sling, D- Sling TV and get your seven-day free trial. Locked On listeners can get their seven-day free trial by going to sling.com forward slash locked on. That's S L I N G dot com forward slash L O C K E D O N. So make sure to go check it out. Thanks for sticking with me as we head into this final segment where we give my prediction for the game and how I think things go. Um, <clears throat> in case you, uh, you missed the first segment and I'm not sure how you could, maybe you fast forwarded all the way to the end. Okay. Um, I'm not very confident Florida State can get this win. It's it's going to take a lot of things going right for Florida State and some things going wrong for Clemson for them to uh, for them to have a chance to win the game. I think uh, I think Clemson wins comfortably. I have 38-17 right now. Um, I didn't think Florida State could play with Miami. They proved me wrong. Played with them for two and a half quarters and ended up uh, losing by one. Clemson is a much better football team than Miami is in every in every aspect. I mean, in every position group, Clemson holds the edge over Miami. This is the second best team in college football behind Alabama, and I don't believe that Florida State is going to be able to stick with them for long. I do think that Florida State might be able to keep things close for a half, um, but I do think the defense is going to run out of gas in the second half, and I think the the Tigers are going to going to be able to put some separation at the uh, at the end of the game. Um, I'm not saying that Florida State can't win this. I'm saying that I don't think it happens, and I think there's probably a 90% chance that Clemson wins this game. Um, there's probably a 75% chance that they cover. I think you know as, as big as 17 points is. I do think that Clemson is much better than than Florida State in really every aspect of the game. Uh, I don't know that you you trade a single position group of Clemson's for Florida States at this point. If you like, if you had the opportunity, I, I just don't, I, I don't see it. I think they're better across the board and that comes with talent development, talent overall. Um, I do, you know, Florida State's obviously been really high in the recruiting rankings over the past, past decade, but Clemson has brought in elite talent and they've also developed talent better than Florida State has. Um, you know that goes back to Jimbo Fisher, but it's also on. You know, it's, it has a lot to do with at least this year with Willie Taggart instituting a new system, guys getting comfortable. The lack of talent on the offensive line is a major hindrance um, 
you know, so it's it, it might take a, a year or two for, for Florida State to be able to get in the guys that they believe can run their system, fix the offensive line, find a quarterback that, that can run the system, and for Florida State get, to get back to the level where they're competing with Clemson because right now it's they're not. Uh, Clemson is the standard in the ACC. They've set the bar, and Florida State is really nowhere near it. Um, you know, but... Florida State does have a shot. There, I mean, there is talent across the board. There are playmakers for Florida State, and if it all comes together for the first time this year, Florida State could be close heading into the fourth quarter. But it's all going to have to come together. Florida State's going to have to play a full four quarters in order in order to have a, sh- a chance, not to win, to have a chance to win. And Clemson's going to have to make some mistakes. Florida State's going to have to capitalize on anything and everything Clemson gives them. They can't be dropping picks. They can't be you. Know, that they have to fight for the loose balls. They have to gang tackle. They can't allow Clemson running back Travis Etienne to break off huge runs like he has been. This run defense has been Florida State's best uh, best aspect so far this season. It's been it's been elite, and um, if if they can bottle up Etienne and put pressure on Trevor Lawrence, it's it's still going to be tough because Clemson's wide receivers are so good, and, and Lawrence has the ability to be to be great. So. It's going to be a tough, tough challenge for Florida State. I don't know that they that they can get it done this week. I do think that Florida State has gotten better this season, and I don't think, I mean, unless Florida State just completely comes out, can't line up properly, <clears throat> excuse me, can't line up properly, you know, can't can't do anything right. I don't think that takes away, you know, that that affects how far they've come this season. And my opinion of that they're headed in the right direction. You can see that Florida State's heading in the right direction, and I don't think anything we're going to see on Saturday is going to affect that because I do think Clemson is the better football team in really every aspect of the game, except for maybe punter. Um, you know, Logan Tyler's had a pretty good year, and uh, Clemson's punter is not very good. So it's it's going to be a tough challenge. I don't know that Florida State. Uh, Florida State can get it done. I don't think they get it done, but they surprised me against Miami. Maybe they'll be able to surprise me against Clemson. We'll have to wait and see. But that'll do it for this edition of the Locked On Seminoles podcast. I really appreciate all you guys supporting me since this podcast started. It really does mean a lot, and I hope you'll continue to listen. Um, If you enjoyed this podcast, make sure to go to your favorite podcast website, whether it's Podbean or Google Play or whatever, and... um, and give me a like, a favorite, whatever, so that you you know when the next podcast comes out. Because uh, y'all support has been you know so great and is so important for me to continue to do you know to keep doing this. But the next episode will come on Sunday. We'll have a rapid reaction from Florida State's game against Clemson, and uh, that'll that'll come out on Sunday. So I hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Locked On Seminoles podcast. I've enjoyed doing it. We'll talk to you after the Florida State Clemson game. Have a wonderful day.